Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Good morning. Welcome back to Financial Issues. It's Friday. That means it's Rapid Fire Friday, right? So here's how it works, Rapid Fire Friday. Rapid Fire Friday works, if you're new to the program, that we ask you to get right to your question. This is not a day for uh, long discussions about things that are very complicated. This is a day to make a comment or ask a question, and I'll try to do the same as quickly as I can back. And we will take as many calls as we possibly can. So uh, sure would appreciate it if you would uh, do that. Just get right to the point. Give us your question. Give us your, your um, comment. Not a day to ask 15 questions or I'm not reviewing portfolios and stuff like that. So, um, and let's move on. It'll be, it'll be great. It'll be a lot of uh, fun. It always is. We get a lot of calls in and we're looking forward to it. We'll start right after this. Uh, first break here this morning. Well, there's a lot happening this morning as far as markets go. Lots of earnings reports coming out. Some of uh, the big potential market movers coming out. We've got um, Verizon, American Express, Honeywell, Mattel, lots of others that are fairly big companies that are reporting earnings this morning, and some of those, I don't know who, is giving forward guidance. I don't really care much about forward, forward guidance. I probably might uh, be interested in what Honeywell says uh, as far as their forward guidance, and maybe American Express and Verizon as well. Everybody else doesn't matter. But if they don't give forward, forward guidance, I perfectly understand. I get it. I, I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I know this much. If I were them, I wouldn't be giving any kind of forward guidance in the environment that we are in right now. But we'll see how it goes. So we're going to, we're expecting um, all of those here, if they haven't reported soon, because they're supposed to report, I believe, pre-market. So they've got Oh, about 20 minutes to do that. I'm looking, I don't see any of those uh, coming across. So we'll have to wait and see. And hopefully uh, we'll start seeing those reports start to trickle in. And hopefully, hopefully they'll be a little better, be a little bit better than expected. Although there is one particular stock there I hope uh, is not so good and takes a, takes a nice dip. But... We'll wait and see. 
All right, 610-363-1110. Again, you can cue your question up anytime you want. It is Friday, July 24th. On Monday, we will be um, in the last week of the month, and I am not 100% sure of this, but I do think we might be getting last look. I'll find out at the break. I keep forgetting to look. The uh, first look at the second quarter GDP. And if we're not getting it next week, we're going to certainly get it the week after next, I would think. So we'll watch that. U.S. stock indexes, again, are falling. They fell yesterday. Everything was down yesterday at the close of the market. Not a lot, not a big move, not a lot of volume, not a lot of conviction, uh, but the markets were all down. I guess they were down about a half of 1% on average. So not big moves. And nonetheless, we are expecting to see some moves this morning in negative territory as everything is right now down again about, oh, anywhere from a quarter to a half a percent. The NASDAQ is down a full 1% right now, so that is likely going to be opening in negative territory for sure. Oil is positive. It's at 41.11. Oil made a pretty significant move downward yesterday, uh, and we are sitting at 41.11 right now. It is up slightly. We'll see if that can hold. Uh, hopefully oil, I, like I said, I've been hoping oil is finding some balance here. We'll see, but those, uh, we'll see what happens as we go through. The oil market's already open, and, uh, the, and oil is in positive territory right now. Uh, yesterday, the markets pretty much um, followed the tensions between the United States and China as those tensions obviously ramping up. We also got some bad news from Intel. Intel reported, and their shares dropped uh, significantly, reporting a delay in the development of a new chip technology that had been expected. So that was bad news. They didn't indicate or give any real clarity to what the delay was or what was happening. But that didn't help either. So that was the big thing that hurt NASDAQ technology stocks in general. World stocks around the globe also taking a hit yesterday, primarily again, after the tensions seem to be ramping up, U.S.-China. Beijing has ordered Washington to close one of its consulates uh, in uh, a very small consulate in the... the um, I believe it is the southwest part of China. It is kind of a surprise. It caught some people by surprise, not that they retaliated, but that they chose such an insignificant uh, small consulate to demand that they shut down. So uh, I don't know if you saw Mike Pompeo. He was on uh, Fox News last night. He didn't really comment on that. They're trying to get him to comment on what do you think about them saying that they, they refuse to leave. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't comment on that. He's just trying to deal with the issues. Um, that's kind of a mood point. They, you know, I mean, technically, they are allowed there at the pleasure of the United States. They, they have no rights to demand anything of what they will do or not do. But I can tell you, if they try to dig their heels in, they likely won't have any electricity. They will have scrambled phone service or interference so much so that their, phone, uh, their cell phones aren't going to work. They're not going to have any landline service. 
um, again, they won't have any electricity electricity, meaning that it'll get very hot in that building in Houston in very short order. I, I would suspect that they're not going to, they could try to hold out, but it's not going to be for a very long period of time. They'll probably just shut down the building, America will, before they try to, you know, forcibly move them out and let them voluntarily leave. Uh, maybe they need more time to destroy evidence and they'll stay in there and try to hold out as long as they can so, so they get everything um, destroyed and wiped clean. Just saying, but that is probably one of the reasons why. 610-363-1110. There have been a number of outright failures in U.S. small businesses and in the first uh, few months of the virus, but it was way lower than anybody expected. As a matter of fact, uh, it was pretty modest than what anybody was expecting. And I'm talking about small businesses now. But some are saying that the look ahead looks a little bit grimmer for those small companies uh, with small cash balances. So federal help expires uh, at the end of the month, uh, remember that the also the federal unemployment of $600 a month right now is scheduled to expire. Now, it looks like the White House is pushing back a little bit now on allowing that to expire, that $600 a month that some are getting as what we would call, I guess, federal unemployment. They are, uh, uh, Senate Republicans are looking for a $200 area to keep that going. I think they should cut it and people need to get that incentive to get back to work if they're able to do it. Okay, Rapid Fire Friday, 610-363-1110. Cue your call. We'll be right back. I'm outspoken. It's okay to take care of you and to do something for you. Yeah. And I think that with self-care, it's just as important to take care of your temple outside, just as much on the inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. God has so much for us, so much more than our checklists and the cleaning and the to-dos. Yeah. That's not our purpose. Right. And I believe that in order to do those things, we need to self-care spiritually mm -hmm. because yeah. we need to be filled up so that we can pour yeah. out. For me, that's really important yeah. to, to just keep, my, keep filling myself with yeah. the Lord yeah. and yeah. to stay yeah. just spiritually well. Mm -hmm. I think something to keep my spirit and my mind healthy is stay in a position of thankfulness. Mm. And it really does something to your mind. Join a sisterhood of faith. Watch Outspoken right here on FISM TV.
Welcome back, 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. If you want to queue your call up, you're welcome uh, to do that. 610-363-1110. It is Rapid Fire Friday. Got some other information here. Maybe the top of the next hour, we'll get to it. But we want to get to phones like we do on Fridays. Fridays is a day that we do a Rapid Fire Friday. So we ask you to get right to your point with your question. I'll try to do the same. We'll answer and we'll get as many calls as we can. We do have one line open, 610-363-1110 if you want to queue your call. Also, Facebook. I would ask you to do the same thing on Facebook. Uh, get right to your question, your point, um, and that will help me answer those quickly. You can also put your question up if you are watching on the website, Financial Issues. Dot org. More and more people downloading the app again yesterday and just continues every day. So if you are not using the phone app to listen to the program and get information, this, you know, make sure you download it. Does it cost you anything? It's not going to hurt anything. Put it on your, put it on your uh, phone so you know you have it if you need it. It's FISM. You can download that app. Somebody called yesterday and said, man, I was so glad I had the app because I lost my signal uh, and I was able to uh, go on the app and just pick up where I Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I left off. So you'll be able to do that, not to mention you'll be able to listen to podcasts uh, and right there on the app as well. It's F-I-S-M. When you go to your app store, whatever app store you use, doesn't matter. When you go to your app store and you type in F-I-S-M, it's probably going to be the very first app that comes up. So you can uh, see that, get that downloaded. Make sure you do that. Do that today. All right, 63 1110 uh, to cue your call up. Let me go to Russell. Russell's calling us from Florida. Hey, Russell. Yeah, hey, Dan. Uh, actually, I'm driving a truck through Alabama, but I live in Florida. Okay. Um, I have a question about the Roth IRA. If you could clear up the five-year rule, is that five years from when you open the account or five years from your contribution date? From, from, the, from the time you opened it. Okay. So once five years has elapsed, if I contribute after that, then I can take it out without worrying about the rule. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it wants any, because what they're going to consider is the first thing in. Now, you can't open it and leave it sit there with no money in it but gotcha. uh, for five years. But you can, well, they, they wouldn't keep it open that long anyway. But you can, uh, yeah, once, once you have it for five years, you're under 59 and a half. I mean, over 59 and a half, then you could start. You can make a withdrawal. Okay. That's where I was sure about. Thank okay. You. All right, Russell. Thank you. Stay safe. Have a great day. Yep. You God too. Bless. Thank you. All right. Let me go to D. D's calling us from Tennessee. Hey, D. Hey, good morning. Longtime supporter. Uh, unfortunately, I don't always follow the things that you're doing just because of 
not uh, getting it done. Anyway, my quick question. A, God bless you. I'm praying you have a very long and wise life thank and that you, you are dear. discipling somebody <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that they can carry on your ministry when yeah. God takes you home. But we thank won't you. think about that right now. Okay. Um, so my question is about I've got a college-age student who is very frugal, wanting to um, – you have encouraged young people before to do a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Could you quickly review the benefits of that for a young investor? Yeah, so for a young investor, I mean, or any investor really over under 50 that is just even getting started or people that want to move, the real advantage to a Roth IRA is that what's inside it, the investments that you have and the money that's in there that you put in is all tax-free. It is not tax deferred. It is tax free. It is free of any kind of tax, income tax or uh, capital gains tax. Now it grows. So if you have a stock, you put a hundred dollars in and it grows to a thousand dollars and you use some of that money. You don't have to pay tax, capital gains tax on the 900 that it's earned. Everything's tax free. So that's the greatest advantage that it is tax free. They took away, the government took away the advantage of being able to pass this on indefinitely to heirs tax-free. You can still pass it to your heirs tax-free, but now they have a waiting period in which they've got to start removing some of the money out. But uh, aside from that, it is, it's a great advantage because of that tax-free status. It's the only way you can really grow your money tax-free. Now, you don't get any tax deductions. So if you put money in there, you don't get a deduction for that because that money is considered after tax. So they're not going to give you any deductions. So you don't get any deductions like you would on a traditional IRA. The traditional IRA, not only does it not grow tax-free, yes, it's free of capital gains tax, but unfortunately worse, it is not free of income tax and chances are your income tax on the money is going to be higher than a 15% uh, capital gains tax. So that's the big difference. Now you get a tax deduction. So if you have a traditional IRA, you put in a thousand dollars at the end of the year, you can declare that on your taxes. uh, And that comes right off the top of your income. So you won't pay any income tax on that thousand dollars you put in there, but you're going to pay it later you know, after it grows and it's been sitting there for a while and you're in a much higher tax bracket. So that's the main difference and that's the real advantage. I would say to any young person, D, uh, when you consider a, um, there are hardship withdrawals, there are some withdrawals that you can even make from it, from an education, for educational. But I would be very careful that you focus too, if you're a young person, on savings. Because remember that as a young person that is in college, um, someday he or she is going to graduate and there's going to be life-changing events that are going to happen. Uh, they may get a, uh, they may live in Tennessee right now, but they may get a job in uh, Oregon and they're going to have to move and pack and go out there and then they've got to get an apartment and uh, all those kinds of things. All those things take money. And you need to have savings. Maybe you're going to get married. Takes money. Maybe you're going to buy a house. Takes money. And they're all things that are going to happen. And you don't want to be uh, put this money aside because once you go into the Roth IRA 
and you withdraw uh, $1,000 because you've got to move to Oregon, you got to pay a 10% penalty on that. So you need to be careful that you don't do this as a savings account. It is not a savings account. It is because of the lack of liquidity. It is, a, it is an investment account that is a retirement account for, you know, long term. So just make sure that they realize that they, you don't want to use something like this as a savings account. You don't want to invest your savings because you're going to need it in the short term. And it's not a good policy to do that. You generally get hurt. Well, Dan, I sure do appreciate your wisdom every day that I hear you. My schedule has changed, so I don't get to listen to you on my way to work anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. five minutes there at the beginning. So I'm having to eke out some time to hear you more during the day. God bless you and all the folks helping you out and all the folks supporting you. Thank and you. And stay healthy. I'll do it. <laughs> I work in a hospital, and it's, it's a scary time. It not is, everybody's going to get this, but the folks that have it, it is awful. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be scary. Yeah. yeah, it really does. Yeah. All right, Dee, well, hang in there. You stay safe. You're right there on the front lines and harm's way, and we appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate your uh, support of the ministry all these years, too, Dee. Thank you. All right, 610-363-1110, 610-363-1110. We've got lines open, so cue your call. You'll be uh, the next callers we take when we get back off this break. Let me go to Teresa in Virginia. Hey, Teresa. Hello. Good morning. I have a project uh, that I'm looking to borrow, $100,000, and I'm wondering if uh, I have a 401, I'm still working, I'm uh, 59, so I won't have the penalty to pull it out, but I will have to pay taxes. I'm wondering if it would be better to pull from the 401, or would it be better to borrow? Well, the ideal thing would be to borrow it from the 401k. So does your work allow you to make a loan out of your 401k? Yes. Well, it might be better to do that and pay yourself back with interest and um, so that you can reestablish. Now, you have to pay it back within five years, uh, but, you know, you're already making those contributions, I suspect, into your 401k. Maybe you can up those a little bit and begin to get that money back in there as quickly as you can. And that, that may be uh, the best scenario to go, assuming you're, you're pretty much committed to working for another, you know, seven or eight years. I, I, I wouldn't want you to quit your job in three years. Then that money's going to become taxable to you and you would have to pay the tax. But um, it, it may be better to borrow, borrow it out of your 401k. If you take a loan otherwise then you're going to have to pay that loan down and it may slow down what you're putting into your 401k because you're going to need more discretionary income to pay the payment on the loan. And so either way, you end up in the same place. Okay. All righty. Have a blessed day. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Bye. 610-363-1110 if you want to queue... Cue your call up. Our lines are open. It's Rapid Fire Friday. We try to move as quick as we can on Rapid Fire Friday, 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. Uh, let me 
go to, uh, let me just say James from Del Rio saying good morning. Thank you, James. I'm glad you're listening. Sure to appreciate it. David, um, will Timothy make an Israel ETF? I have no way uh, of knowing that. It would be great because he says Schwab would love it. <laughs> um, it, would be, it would be great if they did just to aggravate um, Schwab. But um, I, I don't know. I really, I haven't heard of uh, them considering that. Of course, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hear um, maybe anyway. It's not, I mean, if I ask them, they certainly would tell me. But I haven't asked them that. So I don't know that they're going to convert that, the, their, their Israel fund over to an ETF. I don't know of anything doing that. that the the, the uh, Israel uh, mutual fund is a good one. Uh, and they've got a lot of people in that. And it would really be difficult uh, for some of those people to make that transition. So I would suspect not. But thanks, David. I sure do appreciate it. 610-363-1110. Cue your call. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan. Watch FISM News. Pathway to Victory. Wretched Radio. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. CBN Newswatch. MXTV. Outspoken. New Life Live. The 700 Club. And all your favorite Christian TV shows. Check out our online TV guide on FISM.TV slash schedule. was definitely a skeptic at uh, you know joining Samaritan Ministries because I didn't understand it. I was used to the traditional system, so I was afraid. I thought, what if this doesn't work? I mean, we're going to give up the, I, this whole concept of insurance, you know, and we're going to trust God and His people? And I was like, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> what, what we pay every month is about 30% of what we were paying in insurance. Um, and what we get back is so much more financially, of course, but spiritually and with the care of the community, you just, you can't touch it. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. Have you noticed how people seem to be cutting the cord? More and more people are ditching their cable TV and are going online for their favorite news and entertainment programming. We at Financial Issues... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Stewardship Ministries see this trend as an opportunity to influence our culture for Christ. So, FISM-TV was born. FISM-TV is a post-cable television network providing quality programming that is biblically sound and family-friendly. FISM-TV can be streamed worldwide across the web and on all connected TV devices, including Roku, Amazon Fire TV, and more. Watch Financial Issues with Dan Celia, The 700 Club, Wretched Radio, New Life Live, and more quality Christian programs right here. Proclaiming truth and encouraging you. This is FISM-TV. Welcome back, Financial Issues 610-363-1110-610-363-1110. If you want to queue your call, you are welcome to do it, 610-363-1110. Uh, all the markets in negative territory, uh, well, I don't know that. Let me just make sure I got the right, yeah, they are. Uh, all down, the Nasdaq's down 1.5%, uh, so that's a pretty significant move down. And again, it is, uh, this is a low-volume week. It's been a low-volume week. There are earnings uh, coming out, but uh, nonetheless, it's a low-volume week. I don't expect, when we see a number that's going to be down a percent and a half, you know, it, it's, it's not going to change at the last minute anyway. I mean, it could ch it's just opening, so we've got a lot of time for it to recover here and maybe go positive. But based on the news coming out of Intel uh, and some of the tensions with China, 
uh, I would suspect that tech stocks are going to continue to drop. Uh, Tesla shares sliding more than 4% this morning. Uh, everybody's taking profits. Obviously, this is stock that is flying very, very high, and they are taking profits. Goldman Sachs in Malaysia agreed to pay $4 billion in settlements. That's a lot of money, folks. I just find it hard to believe that there's uh, so many companies out there that can write a check for $4 billion in settlements and still be okay. And uh, this is a little bit more than was anticipated. Everybody knew this was coming. And uh, we're expecting it. They were expecting it to be about, uh, you know, a million point nine, million point eight, a billion, I'm sorry, billion point eight or nine. And uh, obviously uh, a lot bigger than what was anticipated. So anyway, that, but it's really not having uh, much of an impact. The stock is down, but not, again, not having uh, a huge amount of income uh, or, or impact. All right, 610-363-1110. Uh, let me go to Mark. Mark's calling us from Oklahoma. Hey, Mark. Hey, good morning. How are you, Dan? Good. Good. I'll get to it quick. Um, I guess my question is at the age of 38, like what what should my wealth, my wealth be? Um, I've got a, a you know pretty pretty good amount that's in my 401k, and um, we're, we're doubling down on uh, bi-monthly on our, on our mortgage. We're trying to get that knocked out. That's our only debt. Um, and, and I'm just curious, you know, other than adding more to the Roth IRA, which I'm like I said, I'm doing a couple hundred dollars each bi-monthly um, on my mortgage. What else, where, where should a, a guy that's a family at 38, what, what, what sort of wealth should you have? Well, I, I think, you know, obviously I, I would suspect you have emergency savings. Um, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that it's not a matter of, you know, what wealth we should have. You know, it's so subjective. Um, sure. So I, but I would say this based on what you're saving, I wouldn't be saving any more. I mean, I would put a little bit more into your Roth IRA maybe. If you want to continue to do that, that's fine. But from here on in, any discretionary income that you have or you can invest should be in an investment account, just a joint investment account. Don't, don't worry about how, well, I got to worry about paying tax. No, you don't. We worry about what your wealth is going to look like when you retire. And right now, it's looking like you're going to be in very good shape. Um, the company, does the company match what you put in your Roth? Yeah, yeah like I'm matched out on the 401k. Yeah, uh, I mean on your you know, 401k. And then, and the IR- yeah, 401k. Yeah, yep. then I need to I need to max out the IRA. But then, like I said, we're going to try and uh, we're doing the two, couple hundred dollars more bi monthly um, each each um, for the mortgage there. So that's knocking that's chipping that way that way down. Yeah. Um, you know, just trying to would you would you say that more needs to go into the knocking the house down or at my age is you know it's on a ten year note so um, it should be knocked out doing that in, you know eight yep. years or so. So no, I think you yeah, do I, more I, there. I think you ought to keep doing it, doing what you're doing. I wouldn't do any more, but I'd keep doing what you're doing only because you can. It's not a burden. Yeah. You're doing, right you're, you're maxing out some things. You don't, I would definitely do it. And what's going to happen in eight years, five years, uh, maybe four years, whatever it might be, when that's freed up, then I would get all that money, not all of it maybe, but most of that money, the discretionary income that you pick up as a result of that and anything else you have, Again, I would, I would have a good, solid investment account, joint investment account, uh, and I would, I would start building wealth that is outside of retirement accounts. 
And yeah. that's what you want to do. And you're going to be in great, great shape. That money is flexible. It's going to allow you to invest in some things that are a little bit different. You can go in and out of it. And that's what I'd want you to do and what direction I would point you in right now. But I would still do the house because it's not burdensome. I would do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Hey, thank you. All right, Mark. I'm glad you called. I sure appreciate it. Good stuff. All right, take care. All right. Uh, 610-363-1110. Let me go to Kathy in Kentucky. Hey, Kathy. Good morning. How are you? Good. Do you have a question, Kathy? He, yep, go ahead. I do have a question, okay. but it's kind of hard. Okay, where, uh, here they're asking, the, all the stores are asking people for coins, you know, that there's a shortage yeah. of currency. Yes. So would it be better to, you know, like, and we need to have some money at home, would it be better to have cash? Or would it be better to put it like on uh, cash cards? Um, I I, w I would probably want you to put it uh, keep it in cash. I don't wouldn't want you to put it on cards unless you're using it. If you're using it, then the cards are fine, so you don't have to carry the cash around. But uh, aside from that, just from a savings perspective. Uh, and you're and you're doing that at home. I would I would just have the cash. Just have the cash. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Glad you called. Have a great day. You too. God bless. Let me go to uh, Charles in West Virginia. Hey, Charles. Hey, Charles. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Um, quick question. Okay. Social Security, upon which my wife and I depend. Is it not being detrimentally uh, affected by all these pandemic bailouts and the solvency of Social Security? I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Yeah, great, give, que great question, give Charles. Give my best. I will, Charles. Thank you. I'll tell your call. Thanks. God bless. Yeah, so I think Social Security, look, all things like in, uh, Social Security and uh, Medicare, Medicaid, all these kinds of things are, you know, potentially could be hurt. I think it's going to be 100% dependent upon our leadership over the next 10 years um, on Capitol Hill. Our leadership for the last 20 years has been pathetic. I have no reason to believe that the next 10 years is going to be extraordinarily good. So, uh, you know, just to put that in perspective, I'm not talking about the leadership in the White House. I'm putting that aside. Uh, because these are the kinds of things that take a whole lot more than the White House uh, being able to take care of. Uh, President Trump has not been able to do some things, even with the Republican leadership, and today he's taken some things into his own hands. Uh, he has been asking and asking and asking for a solid plan to reduce the cost of prescription drugs. Um, nobody is willing to touch it. This is the problem. No leadership. This is the problem in Washington. The pharmaceutical lobby, I don't have to tell you, all you got to do is look at what's going on around here, is extremely strong. Nobody's going there. So the president's signing an executive order today, 3 o'clock, uh, to mandate certain things in an effort to try to get uh, prescription drug costs down. He's been asking for it since before he was elected and uh, has continued to ask Congress to do something and they refuse. So he's doing something on his own. The problem with that is it's an executive order. 
which means the next president, which hopefully will be him, but the one after that can overturn it and take it away if, if they like. I suspect they will if they are running for an election that they need money for because they're going to be beholden to the pharmaceutical companies. So that's going to be the first order of business. And we're going to see the prices drop back up again. But Social Security, as I've said over and over again, is the easiest thing to fix. There's no doubt I could fix it in 20 minutes. Uh, anybody else could too. It, it, it really is easy to fix. And it's the easiest thing in Washington to fix in spite of the enormous debt that we are in. And the, the debt continues to grow. The whole problem right now with fixing Social Security or the, any, any problems with Social Security is only because nobody in Washington has any backbone or the will to fix it. Nobody touches that. That's considered a third rail of politics. And if anybody touches it, they're going to crash and burn and they will lose their job. Remember, the only thing they care about is keeping their job. They don't care about fixing stuff. They care about keeping their job. They want to get reelected. And nobody wants to touch this third rail. And it's a huge, huge issue. And what has happened, what is going to happen, and trust me on this, politicians understand it, if it were ever to get to a place where it is drying up or it's gone and it can't, it can no longer exist, then Congress will step in now and touch it because they will now be the savior of Social Security and everybody's going to reelect them because they're going to love them. That's how this works, as sad as it is. So Social Security for anybody, in my opinion, Social Security for anybody, I'm going to say 55 to, six, to 60, 55 and older, is not going to be impacted in any way because even if you were to fix it, you wouldn't impact that segment of the population. Number one, you don't need to. Uh, and number two, that, that's a voting base that you might be concerned about. I don't think you have any problem, Charles. I don't think I have any problem. I think it's going to be here for us. But somebody's got to pay attention to it and fix it. And the debt will impact that. We'll be back right after this. seem to be cutting the cord. More and more people are ditching their cable TV and are going online for their favorite news and entertainment programming. We at Financial Issues Stewardship Ministries see this trend as an opportunity to influence our culture for Christ. So, FISM TV was born. FISM TV is a post-cable television network providing quality programming that is biblically sound and family-friendly. FISM TV can be streamed worldwide across the web and on all connected TV devices, including Roku, Amazon Fire TV, and more. Watch Financial Issues with Dan Celia, The 700 Club, Wretched Radio, New Life Live, and more quality Christian programs right here. Proclaiming truth and encouraging you. This is FISM TV.
నాకింటికాడ బాధగా ఉండేది ఇక్కడికి వచ్చాక సంతోషంగా ఉంది కానీ మా అమ్మగారు చనిపోయేటప్పుడు మాకు ఏర్పడుతుంది కానీ ఇక్కడికి వచ్చాక అన్నీ మర్చిపోయాం ఇంకా మా పాస్టర్ నాకు దేవుడి వాక్కు ఉండి సంతోషంగా నాకు ఎప్పుడు దేవుడి వాక్కువే పని చేస్తుంది కథల్లో కూడా నాకు అన్నీ తెలిసి చేస్తున్నాను ఫస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ అనుకుంటున్నాను సేవకుడి కింద The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Welcome back. Financial issues, 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. Let me go to phones. Let me go to Nathan. Nathan's calling us from Indiana. Hey, Nathan. Hey, good morning, Dan. Good morning. I, I was listening yesterday, and I thought... One of the callers, um, you had suggested that they not do the IRS maximum on a 401k because of having that much kind of under the control of IRS rules. Did I hear that correct, or was I misunderstanding something? Well, no, I, di I didn't tell them not to do the max. I said that you're already maxing out your 401k, uh, I think. I'm trying to remember. There were two questions yesterday, and I'm getting them confused, that were very similar in that regard. But anyway, I was talking to uh, several people over the last, you know, year or two talking about this very thing. And um, I, it goes back to why are we all, this per, these people were looking, the two people I talked to yesterday were looking to increase somehow their, um, you know, they're maxing out their 401k. I'm going to max out my Roth IRA. And I'm looking to uh, start another IRA for my uh, spouse or something to that effect. And mm -hmm. my comment was, I'm not so sure why we are insistent upon uh, doing what my generation has already done to the, their detriment. And that is 98% of their wealth is tied up in qualified money. It is, the, it is scary and it's ridiculous because that is all going to be controlled by the government someday, or at least have the potential to. And I said, I don't know why we are so obsessed for the sake of paying a little bit of taxes, which we're going to pay anyway at some point in time, but some of us would rather defer it until we get into a higher tax bracket um, for one reason or another, instead of having investment accounts where we can build our worth outside of the long reach of the government. And okay. so... That, that's the point that I'm always trying to make, that we've got to stop doing this. I love it when I had a call like I had earlier of a young person, 35 years old, who still has an opportunity to grow a great deal of wealth outside of, and I'm not saying don't do the 401k. I didn't say don't do the Roth IRA. All I'm saying is enough's enough. That's good. Now build some wealth outside of that. Yeah. And I, I need to consider that, I think, because I have 30 years of, of time, almost most of that, at IRS limit. Um, so, yeah, that I'm, I'm in that boat where most of my wealth is in my 401k. Yeah. Well, you, you and I, I mean, everybody is, or, you know, that is that age. You know, it's where all the wealth is. The government knows that. 
uh, I did a special video presentation for, for people uh, about three or four years ago. Uh, one evening, uh, I, I did a special video presentation live about this very thing. And I did it in a special way because I don't want to be on over the air talking about this all the time, sounding like one of these conspiracy theory guys trying to make money. And, and it wasn't, it's not that at all. But I, I didn't want to uh, be perceived as that. And I did this video presentation. And, you know, I, I think it was very important then when I did it. And it's even more so now because this year is the year that the IRS didn't take an act of Congress. They didn't get a bill passed. They didn't ask anybody's permission. They changed all the rules. Well, it's my money. No, 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 no. We regulate it, so we own it. It's how the government thinks. And we'll do whatever we want. And so they changed all the rules. So there's people saving under an assumption of a certain, certain rules. They changed them. Now, some of those rules were, were a good change. But trust me, it was a good change also for the government because they made some counter changes that made the good rules not so good. But, you know, the, the point is that, you know, uh, it's harder for, for the baby boomers to make this adjustment because so many of the baby boomers now are nearing retirement age. And, you know, our generation, the baby boomer generation, uh, controls the vast, vast, vast majority of wealth in this nation, over $18 trillion. So when you, when you think about that, you know, um, that could save a lot of problems for debt and Social Security and different things for the government. And all, all I try to make a case for is that we think clearly and logically that it's okay to have some tax-deferred stuff. It's okay to have some tax-free things but we got to be creating some wealth that only we control. Okay. All right. All right. I appreciate that clarification. Thank you. All right, Nathan. Thank you. I appreciate it. 610-363-1110. Let me go to Janice. Janice calling us from Alabama. Hey, Janice. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I was looking last night at at, um, HC63 uh-huh. And, and, and was reading about uh, DOJ antitrust investigation and how at the end of um, that, that they had reached an agreement with them that they have like three years to pay uh, $205.7 million. And then it also talks about them having to pay $213.3 million mm-hmm. to, to, um, uh, related to federal health care programs to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering how that will affect... Um, their shares because I'm already down about $10 a share. Yeah. Um, I don't think, well, I, is it going to affect their shares? Yes. In the short term, very, very short term. So, uh, today it is impacting their shares. It'll likely impact their shares for, well, let me just use example of today. So today they had this knee jerk reaction where their shares dropped, uh, I'm making this number up, but when the market opened this morning, um, I'm trying to find it. That's why I'm stammering. Uh, so I get it right. But anyway, it dropped like $2 a share. Um, and it's back up now. So it's not back up to quite where it was when it opened this morning, but 
probably will get there, but it's very close, only 57 cents off from where it opened this morning. So it dropped, it came back up. Uh, there's going to be a knee-jerk reaction. And one of the things sometimes that we have to look at when we look at a company like this, first of all, it's a $1.4 billion company. Not to say this isn't a lot of money, uh, but nonetheless, they are operating under uh, uh, several different companies. So the main group is out of Israel. Um, they have a group in Canada, and they have a group here in the U.S. who's much smaller. So it's not affecting all of those. This is a company that has um, 200 generic drugs on the market in 25 different countries. And um, I, I don't know how many prescription drugs they have under generic names that they also uh, cover. So it, it, is, it is going to impact the share price uh, in the short term. But uh, it is a, it's, it's, it's been a multi-year investigation. This investigation has been going on for four years and now it has uh, come to a head, it's over. And a lot of times when these kinds of things happen, traders, institutional investors, are, are more optimistic than ever when a settlement has been reached and the investigation is over. Because a lot of times investors are say, okay, now they can get about the business of doing whatever it is they do. So for me personally, as someone that may issue a sell on this or a buy on this, I'm, I'm going to look right now at how many institutions um, will come back in or come in to this stock over the next two months. And I'm going to be watching that closely and make some decisions um, okay. based on that. But I'm not, okay. I'm not overly concerned at this point. So at this point, even though it's down like $10, I should just not worry about it, right? No, I wouldn't worry about it. And I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't dollar cost average down in it now. Okay. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be too awfully concerned. It's to be expected. Okay. All right? Thank you. I have one more question. Sure. Can you, can you say something about um, uh, Morgan Stanley takeover on uh, FID8? Yeah, um, so uh, this, a good thing? Uh, it's, it's, it's a good thing for F-88. Uh, I wish it hadn't hurt happened. I don't think it's a good thing for Morgan Stanley, which I don't care a whole lot about, to be honest with you. But nonetheless, I don't think it's in the long run going to be a good thing for them. And I also think, uh, I don't know how long, you know, I think it's going to get um, sold again. I don't think Morgan Stanley, first of all, the deal hasn't been consummated. It is not official. There's still a lot of things that could happen. Um, I think Morgan Stanley could uh, be denied this when it's all said and done. So when you get a trade like this, when you get a buy like this, you have to understand that it's got to get through the Justice Department antitrust laws. And it's got to be looked at and said, and if, the, and if the Justice Department comes out six, eight months from now and says, we're not going to allow this deal because it's going to give Morgan Stanley an unfair trade advantage uh, because it's making them too big, then it won't go through. 
So, but certainly, um, you know, I think it's a good thing for F-88. But I'm not counting those chickens yet till they hatch. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Tennis. Awesome All right. Thank, thank you. you. God bless. All right, folks. 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. It's Rapid Fire Friday. we got two more hours on the phones. So stay with us. Cue your question up. Try to be pithy, right to the point, and we'll keep moving through questions. And we'll be back right after this break. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.